Hello everyone, my name is Payne Kirby. Welcome to Talkback. We return tonight in Auckland. It's stormy outside. It's still, it's still warm night, but it is a classic winter night. And uh, the media have been beating up the storm the last couple of days, like they're beating up the European uh, summer. I think they hit 40 degrees. But anyways, she's a run across the country. Uh, this is Talk Back. It's an opportunity for you to chime on in if you're watching us live on Facebook tonight uh, to ask some questions. Every Wednesday, well, I think we're doing fortnightly, but it could heat up because I've actually been contacted by a couple of other people who want to jump on. But Wednesday night is dedicated to politics, and no one knows politics like our first and only guest, uh, Martin Bradbury. Uh, very good evening to you, Martin. How are you? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. Nice to have you back on the show. Uh, it is such a pleasure to see you fortnightly. Yeah, fortnightly I think works. Uh, everyone's got a lot of stuff on. And so, um, yeah, but I always love talking politics with you. How's the number one uh, podcast? Uh, uh, the number one uh, political podcast in the country. Look, it's fantastic. Uh, going from strength to strength, the working group. Uh, we did a photo shoot today. Damien and yeah. I, the new publicity wow. uh, uh, material that we're doing and putting it out. Uh, but you know, uh, it's 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 fun. It continues to uh, to lead, and um, and it's agenda sending. Fantastic. Okay, I, I, I love the talk. Uh, Auckland mayoralty, uh, this this big race that's currently on. Um, you've got a fiso. Collins, you've got Wayne Brown, you've got that chick, and then you've got the guy from <laughs> from HQ. What's his name? Uh, Buffalo Gruff. Now, he's a lovely chap and a real talent. But it's been late and I've had a long day. Remind us who we've got and remind us who we should take seriously. Uh, we have uh, currently in, in, in the uh, leading in the latest poll of Fessa Collins on 27%, Leo Malloy on 23%, Viv Beck on 18%, Wayne Brown on 15%, and Craig Lord rounding things up on 13%. Um, it's interesting, the first poll that came out, Efeso and Leo were neck and neck, but Wayne and Viv were right behind them. Uh, this latest poll shows that Leo has pulled away from that group, and if you are a Wayne Brown or Viv Beck supporter, you'll look at that poll and go, oh, my candidate probably won't win. And you'll see a lot of that vote drift back over to Leo uh, Malloy. So he's got more places, I think, to pick up votes than Efeso does. Uh, it's going to be interesting, I think, particularly for Wayne Brown. If you're competing, in, 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 in <laughs> if you're competing with Craig Lord, I think, for votes, share. Yeah time to probably wind the, the the campaign up i think wayne's gonna stick it i mean wayne's a, a wealthy guy as well oh very um, very wealthy but surely there's some self-dignity there yeah 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 hey so i'm i follow leo malloy on his hq and also i follow wayne brown i follow um leo on his personal page or campaign page so i'm I'm. I see a lot of their stuff, but how? Where is Afiso coming from? I don't see any of his ads. I don't. I see a lot of his interviews. Virally, he's up to fuck all. 
Um, I don't even know what he's what what's he writing the, the mural to end on. Um, uh, I, you know, I just don't. Where, where's this all coming from? How is this guy in the lead? It's interesting. I think um, Leo Malloy is just absolutely dominating the social media area. Uh, he he's got he's got more people following him on social media than all the other candidates added together. I think Afesto is making a play directly to specific targeted areas of the community to bring them out and as a broad tent. Uh, 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 campaign. He is strong, and I think that he's got a lot of support, and he he, he does have a machine around him in terms of the Labour and Green uh, Party. But I think that there is a right that, that, that there is there is a real rising level of cynicism and anger and resentment. I think in Auckland at the you know everything, the frustration and the grumpiness, and Leo has become a. I think uh, a, a, a protest vote, a protest candidate, um, and I think people have, have have fallen in love with him uh, in such a way. Um, mm. they, they, they they loved his 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 Guy Williams uh, interview, and weirdly enough, Guy Williams is getting shit because Guy platformed Leo and gave him space to do this and do that, and now it's become an issue of gagging comedians and culture war stuff, which I don't think the left want to fight the Auckland mayoralty on. Uh, so it's, it's it's interesting to watch the dynamics at play. Leo is Leo is your classic oyster, isn't he? I mean, you either love or hate oysters, but there's no, until you're forced into it and said, look, mate, you've got to try an oyster or else that's it. Um, you ain't going near it. But I've seen Leo speak, and this is not a party political forecast. Yeah. I've seen him talk, and he is well-researched. This guy must do a shit ton of reading. Um, and he's got COVID right. The stuff he was saying in the in mainstream media during the COVID stuff, the majority of that stuff was like bang on. You know, this guy has done his research. If anyone deserves to be there, it's kind of like Leo Malloy. Weirdly, it's kind of like Leo Malloy. Fesso, I don't see anything from that guy. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to hear more. I don't know where I can find this. Is he actually, is, what is this guy, running a Bebo or MySpace? Where is he online? Look, I mean, uh, again, uh, Leo's just dominated that social media area and, and, and Fess is focusing in different communities and different areas. But it's it's it, it it will be interesting to see how it comes down to play. I think that the actual interview, the TV interviews this time round, will probably have more impact than any single other thing uh, uh, going into these elections. It, people, Are you aware of any of the TV interview? Are the actual interviews coming up? Is there a special? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Before before the election, and 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 right up. And I think in, in October, you'll have, I think, a TV and Z, and there'll be a TV3 uh, Auckland political debate. Um, so, so I think they'll be widely watched because people will be interested. Uh, Craigie Craig says Leo Malloy is a scumbag, plain and simple. Just ask ex employees of this. God. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. There's, 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 there's people who don't like people. I mean, the, the, the interesting thing is that he's polling so highly and it suggests uh, a, a certain populism is politically out there and an anger and a frustration and it's willing to go 
and support a candidate uh, as as different as Leo. It's reminiscent of how Trump won over the Republican Party and how the Brexit won over uh, that debate. It brought in a whole bunch of people who normally wouldn't vote. Let's not forget, almost over 50% of Auckland doesn't even bother voting in the mayoral elections. And I think that Mm. what Leo has done, he's he's appealed to a group of people who weren't previously going to vote and who don't usually vote, and he's appealing to them, and they're going, yeah, I'll give you my vote. Shit, that's pretty good. I'm getting on to national politics now. Um, Jacinda not wearing a mask, caption photo, and just smashed on a news bulletin for the last couple of days. Man, (laughs) tell us shit week, hasn't she? Oh, my God. I mean, let's be honest. No one gives a shit. No one cares anymore. Um... We're all so, you know, we're sick of COVID, but COVID isn't sick of us. We we are we are going through a peak. You know, this, the businesses are saying, open up, dump all the restrictions. We need more staff. And then the next day, oh, all our staff is sick. And oh, open more and allow more people. Oh, all of the yeah. customers are sick. I mean, this is one of the realities with COVID. It, it, it's not over. It's, it's It will keep coming in waves. Different variants will come forward. Some of the variants will be quite serious. Other variants will not. Our hospital system will teeter constantly. Um, it's going to exhaust people. This we, we are in for a long run here. I don't see this realistically ending for another five years. BA 2.5. Yep. Um, there's some monkey pox is now here, and I see there's something in um, the what mouth. Like the yeah, where it's killing people. Like 90 people have died, and there's no cure. Oh, for that's the yeah, yeah, that's the, it's it's, yeah. it's a cousin, cousin to the um, to Ebola. Great. Okay. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> One of the impacts of a rapidly warming um, planet, and, and as you're cutting deeper and deeper into ra- uh, you know, rainforests and you're coming into contact with lots of different animals, uh, these dormant viruses suddenly leap out and cross over into our species. Um, this is part of a symptom of climate change, and we're going to have to get used to more of these viruses and more of these diseases coming out. Uh, we're not going to go backwards on this. This is this is just part of the globalized future that we've got. Yeah. What do you reckon to this? Uh, the light changing. Um, I mean, Labor ain't going to move nothing into red. I mean, this is going to be this is going to kill their election campaign. You know, they're oh, us off. So many people over. You know, and, and, yeah. and let's and let's 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 remind everyone and, and and you've been you've walked this 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 valley of of death uh fame you know for most people it will just be a mild sickness that they'll bounce right back from right that's the, that for, for the majority of people it's not going to be that life shattering for some people with long COVID, that makes it a lot more more difficult. And with older people with uh, with um you know mobility uh, um with, with with other other illnesses which make them yeah. sick, um, it's 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 going to go through there. It'll hurt the weakest amongst us, but for everyone else, they're just going to go screw it. We just want to move on. The problem is, you're just constantly going to have this background feedback of people getting sick 
and not being able to work. This is just the way it's going to be. Yeah, it is. Have you seen all the kind of warning advertisements for tsunamis of late? I think even the government has got like a tsunami action plan. I'm hearing radio ads on tsunamis and I'm thinking, what do they know? Are we tsunami season? Is it earthquake oh, season? Oh, no. Look, look, um, we, we, are, we, are, we are waiting, aren't we, for a massive eight magnitude um, alpine quake uh, that is out there just waiting. It's going to, you know, likely to have been triggered in the next 50 years. Um, it goes off, I think, the Alpine Fault goes off every 300 years, and it's been 307 years since it last went off. So it's just ready to go there. And when that triggers, you'll get, you, you, you could get um, uh, uh, it jumping to the Hikarangi Fault and causing tsunamis all along the East Coast as well. So I think that they're they're just getting around to the whole. Well, if we are expecting a, a massive alpine fault rupture at some point, we may as well update all of the tsunami stuff as well. I think it's probably more a funding decision uh, than 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 any any previous the the new knowledge that something's coming. Okay, um, what are your thoughts on uh, who's going to win the election coming up? Are you because I mean you know you're a Labour guy from way back. Um, um, what, I, think, I, think? Think that, I think that we stand to face um, an incredibly steep economic recession. Um, the full impact of what's going on in the Ukraine hasn't really been felt here yet. Because China keeps having this zero COVID policy, as soon as it breaks out, they shut down all the ports. So your supply side change is still going to be pretty screwed up, uh, you know, again, for, for a couple of years at least. Um, because we get a lot of our tourism from China and then maybe very difficult about who gets in and who gets out, I don't think we'll see a big tourism boost in New Zealand to help the economy out. So the recession that's coming will be pretty steep and pretty scary. And I think that in a crisis situation, people are going to look to the government for help. Um, where, where we are going into 2023, I think it'll come down to who is New Zealand more scared of? Is New Zealand more scared of a National Act government or are they more scared of a Labour, Green, Māori Party government? And that's that's what's going. That will be the deciding factor for a lot of New Zealanders. Who's going to make them feel safer, and who is less scary? Um, because I, 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 I have a friend who is very who voted for the Labour government, and you know, came down to the wire, didn't it? Winston Peters is the kingmaker there, and yeah, with Labour the other day. Uh, and she went in on girl power, you know. Jacinda is fantastic for us. This is a great opportunity. And if they do half of what they said they were going to do, we're going to be living in utopia. The Zealand's going to be transformed into a very progressive place. Well, a court has happened, um, and uh, we are where we're now. And there's a lot of factors, as you say. But then I asked her now, yep. so who are you going to Still on the Jacinda train. And she said, no, I'm totally disillusioned. I feel like I've been lied to and I'm worse off. I don't think she's getting us, uh, directing us through this pandemic and all that kind yep. of stuff. Yeah. And I yep. said, who are you going to vote for? She doesn't know, but it's not going to be them. And I think a lot of New Zealanders are in that situation. They couldn't tell you who they're going to vote for. They just know who they're not going to vote for. 
I think you're absolutely right. I think such a lack of transformative change has, has been an absolute bugbear to this government. They didn't have a 100-day plan when they got in in 2017. They didn't expect to win an, a, a, a majority in 2020. They haven't had a plan of how to get shit through the bureaucracy. They've poured money into the bureaucracy, but the bureaucracy's just drunk it all up. Got about its day. And so there's a real problem in terms of getting the bureaucracy, who really do run everything, to do what you want and to make life better for those sorts of things. That's a hell of that's that that's 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 harder than winning an election. Governing is more difficult than winning an election. And a lot of people do feel worse off. And that will be um that will be a reality. But I think that the next economic recession will be such a crisis. People will will forget about what's been promised and 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 past promises broken. And I think people will want to know what are you going to do to protect me? And I just don't think I don't think David Seymour and Christopher Luxon are the are the couple that make people feel safer. Mm. I mean, because at the moment we're talking about safe. And when there's a gun in Grey Lynn going off in the middle of the night, you think that's going to scare a lot of people. I think oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and it's going to get worse. Let's be very clear. You know, for all of the pressure and stress that's going on the middle classes and the upper middle classes and, and people are, you know, tradies and what have you, all of that economic pressure that's going on there, for the people who are in the sort of in the underclass and, and, and the beneficiaries and the very poor and the, and the criminal fraternity, um, those pressures are just as extreme and, 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 and they're going to end up in violence and we're going to have more violence. We're only getting our head around what post-traumatic stru- uh, stress stru- stru- uh, disorder we've all had from being locked up for long periods of time. Um, this is, there is a certain level of entropy, I think, that's going to hit us. Um, but it doesn't. I, I, I think that people are still going to have to make a decision about who makes them feel safer or who they feel is going to look after them uh, more. I, I, I still think things. You fuck with people's um, shopping list with the mints and the milk and the Coke Zero, and you smash them in the pocket at the petrol station, and they're making less. And then uh, yet the government service, uh, servants, their wages are always going up. Never stop going up. Everyone's getting paid a lot. Uh, $100 million to motelliers I was reading today. To right. Advantage right. Being thrown at the homeless. I mean, they've got to go somewhere. It's like we almost feels like the Labor government, like, you know, you, you find those, um, you know, like uh, England brought in the grey squirrel to um, eat some berry from a tree and then it destroyed millions of other squirrels. And they brought in this, these little serpents to chase the, the squirrels and they ate everything and then they had to bring in a gorilla to eat the snakes. The gorillas turned on people. Um, yeah, look, look, it's... It's, it's, it's a bit like that, do you think? Yeah, it's, wow. it's, it's... I mean, but but again, I also... The, 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 point, I, I, the point I make to people... When they say these very, you know, and, and how disillusioned they are. Remember, we've just gone through a one in a hundred year event in terms of this pandemic, and we ran blind for a lot of it. And I think people, our leaders, were making decisions the best they could with the information they had. And I was lucky enough to sort of, you know, sit in on and hear some of the thinking 
behind some of those uh, decisions and, and talking to people and MPs and politicians. And it, it's not easy. It's not bloody easy. And we're grumpy. No one, everyone, we're in the top three of doing the best with the right. pandemic and stuff. Financially, right. I'm not sure how we are. Yeah, yeah. but we do right. this. Lives and stuff. People right. only remember what we paid for petrol last. They don't give a fuck anymore. They don't want to wear a mask, but we right. need to. We need right. to wear masks. They don't care, though. And I think that we've just got to dial some of that shit back. I don't think we've got a right to spaz out in some of the ways that we do. We, we get so angry about this. I'm like, chill out, step back, count the blessings. And I, and I think that some of that has to be done because there was never going to be a perfect resolution to this, was there? No. Three years ago, I'm eating scotch fillet. Today... I'm mince on toast with a side of baked beans. Right. You know I mean? And I spoil myself off for a couple of poached eggs on the side. I mean, you know, I'm making ends meet. Right. Things aren't easy. It's tough. Right. And, uh, yeah. So There's no more. You, you check the price of that pesto before you buy it now, don't you? Previous? Oh, yes. oh yes. as much pesto as you like. Who cares? Pesto City. Yes. Now you'll go, oh, what's on special? Yeah. I remember three, I think it could be four years ago, you need memories come up. Oh, there we are in Queenstown. Oh, we're skiing. And this week, my kids have just been watching Netflix. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and you're going, how much are they putting Netflix up now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually dropped Prime off my selection right. now. Yeah. Right. Have you watched um, Severance on Apple TV? Check that out, man. I think there's some streaming sites that will give it to you for free. You don't want to play oh, okay. the Evil Empire, but Severance is bloody good television. Right. I've heard, that, I've heard that Apple, I've heard morning. the morning show is amazing. Morning show is really good. I think we're oh, waiting okay. for another season to come out, so that's really good. And also Blackbird on Apple. Apple don't have a lot of stuff on there, but yep. what they got is good. Oh, okay. Have you seen Succession? Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm totally looking at the Succession. Oh, my God, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I wonder how many people are doing it hard but still, you know, kind of buying lotto tickets. I mean, uh, I'm things around. You know, you know that New Zealand's really doing it hard when the um, when the bonus, the lotto bonus, only goes up $1 million each week. Like normally it gets to sort of six million, then goes from six to eight to ten. But this That's week, right. last last month it was six, seven, eight. That's <laughs> because <laughs> people have just, I'm not paying. I'm not. They're saying to themselves, "I will not buy a lot of ticket. If all I'm going to get is five million dollars. That's not going to get me anywhere." People are waiting until Friday. <laughs> oh, then I'll buy it. Like we turned down five million dollars, right? Yeah. You need 10, or it's not even fucking worth it. Oh, I'm not buying it till it gets the double ticket. <laughs> hey, uh, what do you reckon? Um, we're hearing, and I think everyone knew this. Anyone who's ever used or uh, been online before knows that deep down that TikTok's not good for you um, on, a, on a Chinese spying level. But yeah. what's your thoughts about that? Some countries want to ban this technology. I know my kids are loving it, like simply for the dancing and something. 
that's my daughter frantically calling me. God oh, damn it, get out. Oh. Um, no, the the. the oh, she can she can wait. The <laughs> um, look, there, there is there is a serious problem with the way that China takes that information. Uh, they have they they have been very very clever. They've been very very clever in the way that they have set up their server base. They're able to take any information they like from various um, people on stuff. And I think there is a legitimate um, issue in terms of cybersecurity and, and and where that information is going. Uh, the Chinese government does what it likes with it. Um, I think you should be concerned. However, um, they learn so much from it. You know, my daughter's talking to me about abortion rights from stuff that she's watching online with all of her girlfriends and 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 and, and talking about Ukrainian kids who are stuck in the war because they're watching them and they're inter- You know, so so for, from that point of it's it's an amazingly artistic and creative thing for them to enjoy. But in terms of the um, data that you're just handing over to Beijing, oh, it's, it's all terrible. It's all terrible. Oh, yeah, totally. I wonder how China can send us misinformation, though. It's like, I'm coming, I mean, I get the odd buy a fake Louis Vuitton bag come through. I'm not sure that they would have the sophisticated... Oh, I mean, look, I mean, maybe they would use it to create misinformation in the West, but I think that the, what they're primarily getting is data harvesting. They're getting right. all of this information on our citizens and an and entire, you know, data and, and biometrics as people grow and they've got their facial recognition and all of their passwords and all of their... Um, so I think it's um, from a... From a Chinese perspective, it's not so much a case of misinforming us or twisting us. It's just massive data harvesting. Shit is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, just before we go, TVNZ in New Zealand, uh, I think Willie Jackson, God bless him, is looking after that portfolio of broadcasting temporarily. Yep. Who knows? Um, do you know any of the latest? Are those two cats going to merge just to save on the oh, rent? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And I, and I, and I think the, the focus is going to be um the end user what do um what will users actually get at the end of it i mean if it's just the merging of bureaucracies and no one really gets a better service then it'll be considered a failure but if you get a situation whereby um if you get a situation whereby you get a 24-hour news channel out of it then i think people yeah. would see the you know so so it's it's going to be focused on what the end product's going to be i think Excellent. Well, mate, we'll leave it at that. Thank you very much. Um, uh, have a great week. Uh, now, uh, your number one podcast, uh, where can we find it? So we want to check it out. So the road uh, wrap, is it? Live streamed, um, 7.30 Mondays, live stream. You can find it on Spotify, uh, YouTube, and Rover. Okay, mate. Till next week. Thanks very much, Martin Bradbury. All the best, mate. See you soon. Bye, bye. Um, that's the show, everybody. Uh, make sure you have yourself a fantastic little uh, Thursday and Friday. Sunday, I'll be at Chapel Bar and Bistro. I hope those guys pay me. Quite the campaign. Uh, from uh, from uh, 4 o'clock till late, embarrassing myself and my family. On behalf of everybody here at Talkback, have uh, an excellent weekend and a very good evening. Bye-bye. <laughs>